but because of these risks of integration, which can lead to mutagenesis or changes to the human to human DNA, it can lead to oncogenesis, which is the development of cancer or the trans the the transformation of a cell that's normal and healthy to a cell that's cancerous, and it can also lead to characteristics that are passed on to progeny to your kids. And this is That's the case really if the, the yeah if the if the integration happens with with uh, with eggs um, you know if you're a woman or sperm if you're a man, and that's also another point of confusion that um, that maybe we'll we'll touch on tonight in terms of boys and girls and and people having trouble keeping that straight. Um, Many of you remember Dr. Zelenko, the courageous doctor who saved countless lives using hydroxychloroquine during the pandemic. Dr. Z not only saved lives in the United States, but many countries adopted his protocols and he saved even more lives around the world. Since those early days, him and his team at ZStack developed an entire line of immunity building supplements from Z Detox to Z Shield to Z Night. Now they also have Kids Z-Stack. It's the same as the adult Z-Stack, but formulated to protect kids from the onslaught they will see this cold and flu season. What many don't know about Dr. Z was his passion to end child trafficking. Before he passed away, he partnered with Mission Safe Harbor, and now a portion of every sale of Kids Z-Stack is donated to help end child trafficking. Now you can protect your kids while also helping to protect kids everywhere. Buy using the link below or go to sarahwessel.com under shop. Know you are protecting your entire family while also helping to end child trafficking. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a treat for you. I have Dr. Ladepo. He's the Surgeon General of Florida coming to the program. And this interview really went different than I thought. And you are going to, I think my audience is going to love this guy. You're going to listen to what he has to say. It went into a different direction about his past. And we started talking about Eastern medicine. And I love this guy. He was different than what I was expecting. And not that he was different than what I was. I mean, I knew some of the things he was doing. So I really thought he was, you know, I, I liked his what he was doing, standing up and being a leader when it came to COVID. But then we get into all these other things. And I was like, oh, I just I really like this guy and what he dove into and he was just authentic and he was sharing things from his background that I just wasn't expecting and I don't know when anything goes into a very pleasant surprise I'm like okay this is great <laughs> so I think you guys will like this so it's not it's not super long it's like 40 minutes long because that's all time he had and it was just wonderful conversation but before we get into that I want to tell you about new matrix are my favorite scientists, Max and Phil, they come on the show. I have a lot of favorite scientists. I have a couple. I also like I am Mitchell and Philip. But Philip and Max from Live Liar Labs are clearly one of my two favorite scientists. And they have they came onto my program a couple years ago talking about face crack. It was really a product that really helps with getting rid of wrinkles and tightening your skin. But we talked about it and people have been asking about it since and now it's here and you can get it. And what it is, is it tricks your face. It's, you do this niacin flush, it's called, tricks your face into thinking that you have a sunburn. And then that tricks your face into creating, tricks your skin into creating collagen. And 
man, does that work? It's like each application is like doing a $300 treatment at the spa. I'm not kidding you. So if you do this once a day, you're getting the, I mean, think of the value of that. It is amazing. And it takes four to six weeks for collagen to truly develop. Your body has to start developing it. And then it, you know, it takes a while. Anything that's permanent or that really restructures your skin and face is going to take some time, right? So you want to make sure you're using it on a regular basis and wait for four to six weeks. And then you can really start seeing the benefits of this. I've been working on building my collagen for a while. A good year I started last year. And I started, I've been drooling to get his product. I actually used a couple bottles of it before he, uh, it came out. And so I knew how it would work. And it is interesting when it tricks your face into having a sunburn. But I've been getting microneedling done once a month because to try to develop my collagen. That's why I've been craving. I'm like, Max, I need this product because it is a heck of a lot cheaper and, you know, you can do radio, they have those little radio frequency devices and things. This is better than that because it's a lot less expensive and it doesn't take as long. Just put it on, go about your business. It takes about 15 to 10 to 15 minutes for the, the red to go away, but you can just move on. Keep working, you know, in the morning, you can read your email, put it on quick, takes a minute and you're done. So you don't have to go across town to go get, a, go to a spa. You don't have to go anywhere. Minute, you're done. It's awesome. So anyways, right now it's 20% off. It sells it for $169. You'll get 20% off of that. And if you are already buying uh, C60, then you can get a bottle. You can do a package and there's uh, C a bottle of C60 and one of these new Matrix bottles for $200. So you could have two gifts for people if you want. It's amazing. There's only 1,500 bottles available for this special promotion. So I just, I think everybody should get it. Anybody who cares about anybody who is shallow as I am, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Anybody who cares about this, you know, get, making your skin tighter. I'm on screen all the time, so I gotta care about it. But every, I don't know any female, I don't know any of my friends, everybody cares about it. Even the guy friends, Max, I'm gonna put, this is a before and after from 2015 to what he looks like now. That's what this product does. It's incredible. Okay, so the link is below. You can also go to sarahwessel.com under shop. Otherwise, the link is below. And let's get into this really interesting conversation with Dr. Ledepo. Hi, Dr. Joe. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I am so impressed with you and what you guys are doing in Florida and the way that you've managed so much of the issues that have been going on. I, I can't tell you enough. You guys have shown courage and I can tell because when I go on the internet, you're, there's not that many nice things on Wikipedia and things about you. And that's because you've shown anything courage. Nice about me. <laughs> well, I, I just read the blurb. I'm like, I'm not even going to give it my time. It's so stupid. But you've just been doing amazing things. And, you know, anytime you're over the target, you're going to do, you're going to get some of that flack. I mean, it is what it is. But talk about what some of the things that you're doing so people can hear. I mean, like the letter to the FDA. Uh, talk about some of these things that you have that you have going in Florida. We've done a lot here and, you know, none of it would be possible without Governor DeSantis, who has really been a, a powerful supporter of the truth, wherever that leads. 
including in places that make people uncomfortable. And it's it's been great to work with him and to have him as my boss here in Florida. The most recent thing you mentioned, this letter that we wrote to the FDA, just has to do with the fact that there's a lot of DNA um, in terms of number of fragments of DNA, a small amount in terms of volume or mass, but quite a large amount in terms of the number of fragments. And there's a lot of it in the mRNA shots. And that's not so unusual to have DNA in a, in a medication that is synthesized using DNA-related processes like PCR or, uh, or based using plasmids from bacteria. So that's not so unusual. But because it presents a risk of, of, of tinkering with human DNA in ways that aren't bad, in, in ways that are bad, to say it really simply. So sometimes we talk about DNA integration into the human genome. Because those risks have been acknowledged, and by the way, this is acknowledgement by the FDA before the pandemic. The FDA has actually issued guidance to industry, to pharmacological industries, about these risks, these theoretical risks, and what they what can be done to quantify them and what can be done to mitigate them. The reason these risks matter, I mean, beyond the fact that really our human DNA is sacred. I mean, it is our connection to our creator. And guys, we only know what one or 2% of the human genome does. The rest, we don't know what it does. We don't understand why it's there. It's sacred and it's and it it really it's part of our connection to God. It really is. And you know, I, I mean the FDA doesn't say that because frankly, I think probably the surveys show that maybe most scientists don't even believe in God, but God believes in you, even if you don't believe in him. And but because of these risks of integration, which can lead to mutagenesis or changes to the human to human DNA. It can lead to oncogenesis, which is the development of cancer or the trans, the, the transformation of a cell that's normal and healthy to a cell that's cancerous. And it can also lead to characteristics that are passed on to progeny, to your kids. And this that's is the case really if the, the, yeah, if the, if the integration happens with, with, uh, with, eggs, um, you know, if you're a woman or sperm, if you're a man. And that's also another point of confusion that, um, that maybe we'll, we'll touch on tonight in terms of boys and girls and, and people having trouble keeping that straight. Um, so, um, well, and, that's, and, F- and by the way, I should add that I don't, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, like if you're a boy, you're a boy and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, whatever you are. Uh, but um, anyway, so there are these risks that the FDA has acknowledged in the past, and they've issued guidance about how to mitigate the risk, how to reduce the risk of integration, how to assess the risk of integration, of DNA integration, you know, and how to mitigate these risks. And they've issued this guidance, but it's all pre-pandemic. And what's different about these new products, these new Pfizer and Moderna products during the pandemic is that they have lipid nanoparticles in them. And whereas DNA is really a substance that is actually fortunately very feeble, 
um, which reduces the risk of it ever being a problem when it's a contaminant in something. The story is very different when there are lipid nanoparticles present because the DNA now is not having a hard time getting into cells. The whole purpose of the lipid nanoparticles was literally to trans transfer the mRNA into cells. And almost certainly along with the mRNA comes DNA. So this is a new threat in terms of the risks of DNA integration and those types of harms. And the old guidance doesn't apply. So we've asked the FDA for what the new guidance is. And to best my knowledge, it doesn't exist, which is a problem. So what did the FDA say? Right. I mean, because they originally had this guidance, this new technology comes out and they ignore all their past guidance, it sounds like, because now they're not following what they said before. Did they respond to this letter at all yet? Yeah, so they haven't responded and um, and they're actually they are following old guidance. But the problem is the old guidance is all pre-lipid nanoparticles. Oh, I see. And okay. so that old guidance isn't applicable to a situation where, you know, instead of DNA hitting the membranes of cells and being unable to get into your tissue, the cells of your tissues, now they're literally, you know, the lipid nanoparticle is like a door and the door goes open and the DNA gets to come in with the lipid nanoparticles. So you need new guidance for that because the risks are, they're, they're materially different. And they're too great, so right? Far, they, they don't seem to have that. It, they're different, but they're too great. I mean, any risk that you don't understand is too great when it comes to fundamental, right? I mean, if they don't really know what it's doing, isn't that too big of a risk? I think it is too big of a risk when we're talking about the human genome. Because the human genome, you know, that is the gift from God. And I, as I said, I mean, a lot of scientists don't believe in God. Um, some of them maybe believe they should be God, but um, but that is it's a it's a gift from God, and it's something that is special. It's something that's sacred, and it's something that it's not ethical to just be tinkering with, without certainly without disclosing it. You know, disclosing the fact that you're exposing the people people to those types of risks. The disclosure is a big thing. Well, that gets me back to. There were a lot of things that weren't disclosed with this, right? I mean, they they tried famously to hide their trials for 75 years, and now it's you know, know. it's coming out. So anytime someone tries to hide the dis, I mean, they were actually were trying to hide the disclosure when they tried to hide mm -hmm. that for 75 years. But now there are lawsuits going on everywhere. Where do you think this is all heading? Honestly, I think it is heading to a collapse of the of the companies that have um, pushed forward the mRNA products. I actually do think that that's where we're we're ultimately going to head because these particular vaccines and th these particular vaccines are just you know they're 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 just terrible in terms of the uh, the the harms that they have caused to human beings, and you know we hear a lot about myocarditis, you know, and we hear about things like strokes and blood clots, which you know there's a lot of evidence for. Um, but 
there are also um, issues related to excess mortality. And my these issues are really hard to study and really hard to attribute to any causative source uh, just because of the nature of the data that are being uh, examined. My suspicion is that at least some of the excess mortality that we're seeing in this country and in other countries is related to the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. And so, you know, these are, this is an extraordinary product in terms of the range of, uh, of ills and harms it can cause human beings. Um, there are some investigations ongoing now about, uh, about cancer incidents. And um, so it hasn't been proven and it's hard to prove again, because of the nature of the data. But uh, my suspicion, my belief is that uh, these relationships will eventually be more uh, firmly accepted and established. And, and, you know, I think honestly, there's going to be more than hell to pay. There is. It's going to be really bad. Now you're showing true leadership and you did early on. So few people in positions of power or in politics have been a leader. You know, they're afraid to step out and show leadership. Why do you think there's, it seems pretty obvious what's going on. So why is there so few people willing or have the courage to do what you're doing and to do what's right? Well, I, I actually think it comes down to trauma and stress and something that one of my mentors calls strama, which is the cumulative effect of daily stress, daily accumulated stress. It almost becomes like a like a trauma in terms of the effect it has on people. Because the nature of people is beautiful. I mean, people are naturally our natural state is joy, our natural state is humor, our natural state is courage, um, our natural state is, is you know, virtue. Um, you know, it, it only takes spending some time with uh, with little little kids and toddlers to know that. Like that's our those that's our natural state. And you know, in the course of people's lives, we each and every one of us accumulate tremendous amounts of stress, tension, trauma, strama, and it it warps our being. And, you know, if you had asked me that, if you would, you know, four years ago, I couldn't have said the words that I, I just said. And the reason is because, and I talk about it in my book, Transcend Fear, which uh, uh, my publisher always encouraged me or encourages me to show it when I can. So here's the book, Transcend Fear. Um, yeah, I talk about my own personal experience with uh, with shedding that stuff, and mine was a forced experience because all my baggage was um, I fell in love with my wife, and it was making her life miserable. All my baggage, which you know, that's the thing. One of the things about love is that um, is that things that don't work, things that you've got hidden behind the curtain or under the mattress, like whatever it is that emotionally, uh, spiritually you're holding on to, you know, it can't survive the the light of love. And so my stuff came out and um, as I fell in love because with my, of your mom, wife, because, because of your, those, because of your wife's love, for, because of your wife's love for you, 
is what caused it to go away. Is that what you're saying? That's just a beautiful story. No, actually. Well, I mean, ultimately. Or your love for her. All of the above, ultimately, yes. Experience the groundbreaking advancements of Leela's quantum technology, now backed by over 40 placebo-controlled studies conducted by elite institutions and renowned universities worldwide. This revolutionary technology surpasses previous achievements, as confirmed by prestigious organizations such as the Emoto Institute in Japan. Scientific investigations reveal that Leela's technology not only enhances blood health and circulation, but also neutralizes the adverse effects of electromagnetic fields, expedites wound healing, and elevates ATP production in human cells. Embrace the extraordinary benefits of Leela's tech as recognized and utilized by world-class athletes, esteemed functional medicine practitioners, and leading figures in the field of biohacking. Explore a range of transformative products from the heel capsule, shielding you from harmful EMFs, to the quantum block, allowing you to infuse frequencies into your cherished possessions. Dive into the realm of innovation and wellness at sarahwestall.com shop or by following the link below. So, you know, when I met my wife, I was in my, um, I was in my, I finished my third year of med school and I was in my first year of graduate school and we met on a plane and we, you know, she was going to San Diego. I was going back. I was at Harvard at the time at the in medical school. I was going back up to Harvard and uh, Cambridge, you know, Boston. And we just, you know, we ended up talking on the plane for a while. So we exchanged information. I asked her for a number and we ended up, you know, talking and, and it was, it was slow at first because we were playing phone tag. And then, you know, we would end up, we would talk six, seven, eight hours. We would wow. just talk, talk, talk. And I didn't know it at the time, but I was falling in love with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then eventually she came to visit and, uh, um, and we extended her stay. And then I went there, I think, then she came back and we felt like, what's the point? We don't want to be apart. And we, you know, we're, we got married you know, right before I finished medical school or something. But anyway, the, the thing, so I had, I talked about in my book, I had, uh, I had a, a babysitter that, you know, that sexually molested me when I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, you know, I, I thought everything, you know, I mean, obviously I knew that what was happening was wrong when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. but I was a little boy and I couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and then afterward, as I got older and I just felt like, eh, it happened, big deal. You know, it's in the past, doesn't matter. And, but what actually happened, which I would only learn later is that that experience was, was terrifying for me. And she crossed my boundaries and, you know, and what she did was more than my, you know, my little brain and consciousness could take in. And it left uh, a, a mark. And that mark was, a uh, was actually a closing of my heart in terms of my ability to like, connect with what was around me, with people that were around me, with the environment that was around me. And uh, not knowing any different, I thought I was fine. And certainly functionally, mm-hmm. I looked fine. You know, I graduated from college. I did well there. I got into Harvard Medical School. I did well there. I was in a PhD program. So I looked like I was fine. 
but emotionally and spiritually, I was really emotionally, I was a complete, total, you know, just a complete mess, just a total train wreck. And, and I didn't know it because that's kind of how our brains work. Our brains work to protect our, yeah. our version of reality, whatever that version is. And, but none of that pretending, none of that stuff that our brain does is any match for love. So as you know, I fell in love with my wife, I had to reconcile. First of all, it just shines a light on everything. And these things that I had, tremendous fear. I mean, I lived in a lot of fear was a part of my existence and a part of how I functioned in life. And I hid it well, so you wouldn't see it, mm -hmm. but it was always running in me. And when I fell in love with my wife, the love, you know, it, it shines a light on this stuff. And by the way, all that stuff is incompatible with love. They can't mm -hmm. be in the same room. Like they're not of the same frequency, right? Love is this, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a gift from God. It's a, it's, it's a form of God's, of, of God's existence. Love is. It's the it's most powerful. It's, it's the most powerful energy that they've been able to measure. Anyways, it I is the most powerful energy mm -hmm. period. It is. It absolutely is. And, um, and so I had all this stuff happening in me and in a way I was like a volcano emotionally. Cause it's just all this stuff was happening. Things were fighting each other and um, you know, and I got help and it all, it helped us get through it, but we weren't thriving. We were kind of surviving. And then eventually not even that when we had kids, because I had all these, all this fear and all these issues. And, and my brand is extremely sensitive and intuitive. And so it was an assault on her to always kind of have me carrying around all this stuff that, you know, wasn't positive, that wasn't loving, that, that was really a low, low frequency stuff, low vibrational stuff. And um, eventually she found a guy named Christopher Maher, who's a, a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL. And she, she told me that I had to see him. And I tried to resist, um, even though I wanted help, I tried to resist, but thank God, thank be the Lord that I went and saw him. And that was in December of 2019. And he has trained in areas of Chinese, uh, Chinese medicine theory, um, a lot of stuff related to the flow of chi and meridians and and other things to other dimensions and um and i worked with him for a week and uh and i you know i shed tremendous amounts of um it's it's a lot of a lot of it is physical so it turns out that the fear and the tension the stress trauma it turns out it all lives in our bodies. And it, you know, it may sound wild or yeah. you know, how could that be? And I never would have believed any of this stuff mm -hmm. before experiencing it myself, but it, it actually, all of that, every to the last drop that you experience in your life. And by the way, stuff that your ancestors experienced, it literally lives in your body, in the tissues of your body, in your mm -hmm. muscles, in your mm -hmm. tendons, in your bones. This is so fascinating. So work, do you yeah, think that your ancestors pass it to you too, or do you think it's it's each person born starts over? No, no, it's absolutely not. 
it comes, it comes through, through from yeah. our ancestors too yeah I've for guessed. every single person on this planet and um so a lot of the work with christopher maher is physical and it's like different types of manipulations so for example one of them is called i think it's called mao shing and so I mentioned meridians and chi, and I'm not like an expert here, but I'll explain as best as I can from my own experience and my understanding. You know, this is, chi is like, is like life force, like sort of God's, you know, kind of the, 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 some, a life force that's, that's spiritual and it runs through all of us. It's why you feel differently around different people and you don't even necessarily, you're not even necessarily conscious of it. Um, it's why the effect of, of being around different people is different. And, um, and it's why every individual is different. And it's this life force and it runs through our meridians. And they're, the meridians are these channels that, um, that feed different parts, different stations of our spiritual and energetic being. So beyond our physical being. And so, for example, the bladder meridian is one of the most, um, I think the most powerful meridian because it connects to our spiritual, energetic, and I believe our physical beings. So it has a lot of access to different parts of our being. And in Mao Ching, that meridian runs through the back of your legs and thighs and, um, and then beyond there. And in Maoxing, you lay down and Christopher mashes on, he walks, he mashes in a, in a, in a special way on the back of your thighs, up and down, up and down. And eventually, initially, it's very, very, very painful. And you bring your breathing up to the level of your discomfort. Mm-hmm. So in other words, because it's so painful, you, you need to breathe in part, you're, you're part of part of heat healing is, is breathing up to match the level of our discomfort. And eventually it goes from being very painful to eventually not really painful at all and potentially even pleasurable. Like it feels wow. good. And what's happening during this, when he's doing it is that it's, he's actually getting stress and tension that is stored in the muscles and and constricting the ability of chi to travel through that meridian out of you and by the way out of you forever so that's that's what's happening in that one and as that stress and the tension leave your your tissues you feel less pain you have more flow of chi and more flow of chi means more you it means you're lighter and you're brighter. You're closer to who you actually are when you strip away all the stuff and junk that we accumulate in our lives. So that's one example of one of the things. And it's like, it's very painful initially. And everyone's experience is different. And it's partly because people you know, people have different stresses and traumas and ancestral stuff uh, in terms of stuff that's passed on to them from their, from their ancestors. And, um, and people store it in different ways in different places. And 
every single person's experience is different. But for most people, that one's going to be really painful and eventually will feel a lot better. So you, you get to make a lot of gains in terms of more access to your spiritual being, your energetic being, your physical being even going through Mao Xing. And so it's different things like that. And some of them are like uneffing, believably painful, but everything eventually feels better. And it has to feel better because in order for it to be working, it has to get the stress and the tension out of your tissues. And by doing that, you'll feel better. The, wow. the, like the, the actual thing that you're doing is will feel better. And then you, you, you will feel better because you'll have more, you know, you'll have more access to who you really are because you're not carrying as much stuff. Wow. This is my audience is going to love this interview. <laughs> this is right up their alley. So do you think that the people who are not coming forward and not admitting the obvious, right, and they have to show leadership, do you think that's impeding people? You think this is, oh, what's, be this is what's behind it? You know, pardon me. Okay, this is me being Less. a... Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. You finish. I was going to say, me this, being this me. who I am, I'd be like, well, if you can't handle it, we need people who are leaders to be in that spot. But what you're defining is something that's probably happening everywhere. And you, you also brought up what happened to you as a boy. That's all over our society. So you brought up yeah. something that, you know, I've had um, Paul Hutchinson on talking about healing. He's really focusing on healing. You're talking about getting to the core of where our, what our issues are and helping people heal so they can step up and be leaders in society and whether they're in politics or not. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is, you know, that is absolutely the reason why more people didn't do the right thing. And, you know, what is that? Why would that be the case? Well, some people are afraid right? They, you know, they're, they're too, they're too afraid to. And I say that without judgment, you know? Um, uh, so some people are too afraid to some people, you know, something else, right. Is when you are fearful, when you have a lot of stuff, um, in terms of you know, trauma or stress, because it distorts our, I mean, it distorts our physical being, it distorts our perception, um, it makes people susceptible to beliefs that if they weren't carrying all that stuff, they wouldn't hold on to. So that's that's also a piece of why, you know, some people may earnestly believe that, you know, some of these ideas were the right thing to do. Um, so the version of them that carries less stress, less trauma, less tension may not you know, may not be, may be able to more clearly identify truth and identify, you know, distinguish light from dark um, in terms of, you know, sort of divinity and virtue of different actions and decisions. Um, so, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think this is absolutely beautiful because we do need to go through this cleansing and healing. We really need to go through healing. But if somebody hasn't, isn't there yet, and they're in a position of leadership, they really shouldn't be there, right? I mean, we have a lot of things our country needs to deal with. And while we have a lot of compassion for the people that need to heal, if they aren't in a place 
to lead us out of this and aren't willing to have that courage, then it's probably time for them to let somebody else do it while they work on themselves. Right? I mean, that's where I'm at because we have so much stuff that this country needs to work through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I, you know, I actually write a chapter, I think, about this in the book. And the fact that, you know, the, the I think the most, you're absolutely right, that the most important thing that any leader needs to do, it's not stuff out there, it's stuff in here. This is absolutely positively the most important place to be working. You know, that's the first place to be working. Um, so, you know, and I think yeah, if you're if you're doing it, then it's a journey for everyone. So if you're on that journey, then God bless you. But um, it's a problem when people aren't even interested in it's a problem. But I mean, everyone has choice, so you don't have to be interested in it. But it's a problem if you're not interested in it and you want to like be responsible for the welfare of other people. That's, you know, that's right. You're, you're not going to do as good of a job. Well, you work with DeSantis. So what do you think of DeSantis's ability to to lead through this? He's running for president. I assume you support him. Maybe you don't. Maybe you got to tell us. And uh, <laughs> what, what do you think of his ability to lead this country out of the mess that we're in? And what will he do? Well, I, I love the guy. You know, I really, I really love DeSantis. And um, I love him for who he is. Um, he's a very good man. And, you know, it's funny, we, we're, we're each endowed with, um, you know, different qualities. And, um, and uh, you know, and it's part of what makes humanity beautiful and it's each human being unique. And he, uh, fortunately, is endowed with a, um, he's endowed with a lot of, a lot of goodness and a lot of righteousness. So, you know, so I really appreciate the fact that he is a, a good man. And, um, and it's, it's fun to watch him with his kids, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's, He's it's a good the, dad. Like, that's probably the funnest thing I get to do is it, it related to him is, is watch him with his kids. And maybe, then the second is just doing stuff with him with you know, different policies and stuff. Um, but, um, the, you know, the righteousness is, is what leads him to courage and, uh, and courage, of course, is a beautiful thing. And, and he demonstrated wads and wads of it mm -hmm. during the pandemic when, you know, he reopened schools and, um, you know, would not support the mandates and, in fact, fought people in, even in Florida before legislation happened who were trying to, to mandate different, like, stupid anti-human policies. That's right. And so, you know, I'm, I am... I'm very, very supportive of him. He also is blessed with, um, with very good, um, it's kind of some word that is a mix of intuition and wisdom. Uh, so he's able to, and people have different, you know, again, people are endowed with different qualities and it, it helps him like see things for what they are which is one of the reasons that he and I have had a good, very good partnership because, 
you know, some things like, for example, gender dysphoria stuff and mm -hmm. people who really want other people to believe that when a kid tells you that he is a girl or she is a boy, that the proper response to that is to, you know, is to help that kid um, boy become a girl at age um, five. with hormones and surgery mm -hmm. or for the girl to become a boy. I mean, you know, there are people who want to press that onto the consciousness of Americans in the world. And what's behind that, whether those people know it or not, and frankly, I think some of them absolutely do. And some of them, again, I'm, you know, I, I don't know if they do or not, but the energy behind that is, is, is pure evil. And it's evil because it is disconnecting people from who they are inside. That's right. Um, which is like, which might sound paradoxical. Um, you know, it might sound paradoxical, but when you can't be you, right? When I convince you that you are not you, I am fracturing your relationship with like with who you are, right? Your physical body, you know, how you came into your this physical world. body is you whether I mean, it, right? It's yeah. Just, it's, yeah. How can you deny that that's you and you're helping people right. think that something that they're not is them? Right, mm -hmm. right. So that system, because we have a physical being, we have a spiritual being, we have mm -hmm. an energetic being, that system that that makes you you, right, is this combination of all those things. And if I can disconnect you, really reject a part of you, are you better off as a human being and you know your ability to connect to God, to the, your environment, or are you worse off? You are obviously worse off. Absolutely. Right? Because you is all of the pieces together. So it's an evil, it's an evil it's agenda. It's terrible. It so are you, have you met a lot of people? My sister's a doctor and I've brought this up before. She has a patient that, that she didn't know at the time, but when they were 16, I don't know if they were a girl or boy, they transitioned to the other sex. And now two years later, they regret it and now she's dealing with it with this patient so many of those people as they get older regret what they did and now there they are and i'm assuming that you've met a lot of people in your position who are in that situation yeah i i have met some um i have met some um which is you know i mean it's and that's just like heartbreaking right because people are manipulated at a young age and yeah okay well let's talk about you what are your aspirations what do you want to do next after you you know are you gonna if let's say desantis runs for president are you gonna go with them are you gonna stay in florida are you gonna run for a different office what are your aspirations well, you know, my aspiration is doing whatever I can to help uh, help people who want the help to rid themselves of their uh, their stress, their tension, their trauma, and to be healthier and happier. I mean, that's ultimately like that. You know, when I leave this planet, if um, 
God willing, have made a, a big impact there. I'll be a smiling man on my last breath. You know, how we get there um, uh, in terms of uh, Governor DeSantis, I mean, I really enjoy the partnership with him. And, you know, um, you know, we've got a great partnership and um, and I, you know, I will now I'll, I'll, I serve at his pleasure. And I think that together we'll, you know, we'll do great things wherever wherever he is. Um and so that's great. And I've really enjoyed being in this role and being able to do the things that we've done here in Florida. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, my wife has talked about it too. She ended up working with Christopher Mayher also. And um, just the work was, it was just, I mean, it was so transformational. I mean, it, it changed everything. It made everything possible, including becoming, you know, getting into this job right? Becoming this role and all the things we've created um, over the last few years. So that is, you know, it's, it's been such a gift for me. And um, it's such a gift that I really hope to and aspire to be able to bring that to other people who, who want it. So you don't have aspirations to run for another office. You're happy as Surgeon General for Florida. And that's your plan. Well, I'm definitely happy as Surgeon General of Florida. And I actually was appointed to this position, so I didn't run. You know, I'm not an elected official. Sure, um, yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about the future because I, you know, I'm, God's going to, whatever I'm supposed to do, um, you know, I'm definitely on his plan. So whatever I'm supposed to do, it'll be clear at the time. Um, so I'm not, and I don't put much thought into it. And frankly, we've got so much, to get done right now, you know, yeah, there's, that's a, an there's a lot of stuff to get done. There is, and there's a lot <laughs> coming down the, the freight train. And um, we need leaders like you in front of that as everybody's dealing with this, because like we have already talked about, there isn't enough people that are facing the music as to people in leadership facing the music of what's really happening. Mm -hmm. And they can't hide from it. It's going to come out. You might as well face it and deal with it. So thank you so much for joining us. Where can they buy your book? They can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's available there and for with Skyhorse Publishing. Thank you so much for joining me today. This was a, a very interesting interview. Is took a turn that I, I'm very glad it did because it's my audience is going to love it. So thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.